Welcome back, episode 42 of Underemployed. It is your boys, Jack Selby and David Hart, aka Two Dope Boys and a Catacast. David, we have got a super special episode for the people today. Why don't you tell them all about it? Uh, honestly, I feel like it'd be rude for me to tell anybody about this guest, considering this is your friend, Jack. Well, so here, let's some backstory. Our guest today, first of all, like 42, uh, Jackie Robinson, he, he, is, he is breaking a barrier today. Breach, brother. But I've kind of known this guy for a dozen years on the website Rate Your Music, but this tonight is the first time we've ever talked to each other. Uh, he is one of the best writers I've ever met. He's smart, funny, good guy, and hopefully after t- today, talking to him makes him my friend. He is the one and only Gozie Okoro, a.k.a. the G-O-Z. Introduce yourself. How you doing? Yeah, that's right. Younger Hova in the house, yes. Yeah, <laughs> younger Hova. Anyway, yeah, this is G-O-Z. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's weird. Like, quote, quote, no Selby first ever since we were both teenagers yeah and now we're getting old now i'm getting old as hell i'm in my 30s he's almost in his 30s i'm, I'm damn First close to talk it. and uh, you know look listen to hear you rap scallions yeah david turned 30 back in april so he's uh he's 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 getting man okay oh. man, dirty, you're so younger than me dude. dirty 30 and dying okay so when's your when, yeah, you're, how old are you I'm turning 31 next month. Okay, so okay, you're older than both of us. Yeah, that's true. But with with your age comes experience, which is much needed for this episode. Uh, David. Oh yeah. David, we love brackets. Uh, we of course were robbed of the mascot bracket this year, but we've still done a couple. Uh, tell the folks what we plan on doing tonight. So uh, we are absolutely lifting from Chris Long. And his podcast, uh, where they did an outcast bracket, and we uh, we disliked it. We disliked their outcome, and so we decided to do one on our own. Yep. Uh, and Jack felt that uh, Gozi was the best person to bring in for this, yep. uh, and I don't disagree with him. Yeah, the, so. the alternative would have been Colin, and uh, Colin would have just Colin, voted everything from Stan Cone, no. yeah, and I can't have that. So yeah, there's about, I would say, eight or nine songs from the bracket that got changed order put around but uh you know we'll play some music for those of you at home uh hopefully you enjoy this and honestly this will probably be a two-part episode just because of how long it's going to be but we'll get started guys are you both ready yeah uh yes yes we are and i am gozi gozi are you ready I'm ready. All right. We'll start in the top left bracket. Uh, and by the way, actually, before we start, um, you lived in Savannah, Georgia, if I recall correctly, right? Yes, it did. So, I've actually I've actually caught a bus in front of the housing projects that Big Boy grew up in. Okay. So then... I don't... Yeah. Note to self, I didn't spend a lot of time there because that's a hood. <laughs> well, that's... But, that's well, Yeah, we're going to say we're glad you, 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 you got out in a better situation, but also that you have the experience now for this bracket to add some what we would call legitimacy to it. Um, also, you know way more about music. Yeah. I think that yeah, that song's on this bracket. All right, we will start in the top left corner. Uh, originally, it was the original Players Ball versus Chronomenstrophobia from Idlewild, but that song's not very good. So, replace it with Decatur Psalm from AT Aliens. Um, I'm gonna vote first because I think I'll be in the minority on this. 
Decatur Psalm, not always the most loved track by Outcast Heads, but I really get in my feels when I listen to it. I think the storytelling on it is exceptional. I like the emotion of the hook. I would vote for it in an upset. However, I'm voting first because I have a gut feeling that that's not where the rest of the group is going. So, David, I'll start with you. Where are you going with I'm going for Outcast's Christmas song. Yes. Of course I'm going with Southern Playlist of Cadillac. All right. Or, uh, sorry, Gangsta, uh, Players, Players Ball. Ball. Who am I kidding? G-O-Z? Yeah, I'm going like, um, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, the fact that, like, th- that that is a Christmas cut for Outcast and it's one of the, like, vibiest songs they've ever done is just absolutely tremendous to me. And what about you, Juzi? Let me, let's see. If I remember correctly, Decatur's song, is that the one that has Big Rube saying the poem in the beginning? So that's yes. 13th floor. He Big Rube has a verse at the end oh, of no, the song. Never mind. Yeah, yeah that, I'm thinking D- of another song. Decatur Psalm has a, it won't be over till that big girl from Decatur sang. Oh, that is a good That's what I'm saying. It's, a, yeah, it's a forgotten track on AT Aliens. So, yeah. yeah, and, that, and, and just say, uh, the, the big thing to note is that there are few, if any, there are, I shouldn't say if any, there are very, very few bad outcast songs. Yeah, and and so if they are, they're, real, they're really not on This entire bracket, bracket so. is just Sophie's choice after Sophie's choice. Shout out to Bethany, who will love that analogy. Um, so, G.O.Z., where are you going on this? I, yeah, I'm going with Player's Ball. Right. I mean, Decatur's song is dope. It's one of, it's the song I like off ATLE, but Player's Ball is just, it's just immaculate. I will and say, I'd rather, listen to, really that, is. And I'd like, I'd rather listen to I'd rather listen to that than actual Christmas carols. Oh, yeah. No, it's much more better than Christmas carols. Like, and, you know, Jack, Jack, uh, Jack and and the GOZ and I were all talking about this offline or before we started recording. And, like, something for me, having not listened to everything on this bracket, uh, but something that was really interesting for me was the sort of difference in audio quality between headphones and then in a car. And I just found everything that Outcast does sounds so much better in a car. Well, and we, um, and we talked about I, I did it. A, I did it a couple times through on headphones. I did it a couple times through on, in my car. And it was just like, it felt, you, you feel like the baddest motherfucker alive, like driving around, listening to some of this Outcast, like in your car with the windows down. Organized bass, uh, organized noises, organized bass is noise. just, yeah. it's just, woof. yeah. Especially on that Southern playlist. So yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you there. Cause yeah, they definitely made their music. Even, even some of their, They've definitely been their music stuff you could ride to. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. If it were the Players Ball remix, that's they have like a, a cut of it at the end of the Southern Playlistic album. And there's a full version online with the verses and everything, which I, we've used oh, on the Christmas episodes. Yeah. I, I lo- really like that. So yeah, yeah, I love that reprisal too. That I think I would probably vote for that. But as it is, I'm cool with the original moving on. Players Ball moves on. Next matchup. 13th Floor, Growing Old, which is actually uh, the song, Josie, you just alluded to, where Big Rube has the poem right. at the beginning, um, versus Return of the G. This is a, a bit of a tough one. Uh, Gio's a nine, an 8-9, an which is. is certainly, you know, ripe for uh, a, an a, upset. A matchup this quality. And Gio's, we'll yeah, start with yeah, you. Yeah. And geez, I mean, you're talking about Sophie's Choice. This is a Sophie's Choice. Yeah. <laughs> this is we're, we're two matchups in a matchup of 64, and uh, we're already like talking Sophie's Choices. There'll be a lot of these. Yeah, because I mean, 13th Floor. That that's a really good. That's a, such a good way of kind of wrapping the album up. It's a oh, beautiful yeah. song. It's it's a, it is it's, so beautiful. Yeah. 
I I gotta say I I'm return of the G. Here. Hold on, but I have yeah I, I made my pick though I, I haven't made my pick though but at the same time Return of the G is such a good way of opening. I know Quemini. That's different. Like, I guess that's true. So, I mean, if you want to talk about feeling like a gangster riding through, that's a song. Mm. I just jammed to gangster, and like Andre opens that up. He's on fire. Mm-hmm. So good. Like I, I don't know. You have to get back to me on this one. I don't know what uh, to pick right now. Well, this is tough. You're gonna have to pick. I'm, I, I'm. He might not have to because I'm kind of going back and forth. I really like growing old. It's a, it, it's such a beautiful end to a beautiful album. I think Return of the G was such a good punch of like, hey, you questioned us on AT Aliens. Here's a reminder of who we can be and a reminder that just because I'm spitting this doesn't make me better. You know, there's there's kind of a, all right, here we go, but fuck you vibe to it. It's close. Yeah. GOZ, I might, I might bail you out on this because I think I'm going to go with Return of the G too. Okay. So you don't um, even have yeah. to pick if you don't All right, then. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good then. All right, so abstaining from the vote is is perfectly fine when it's not necessary. All right, so Return of the G moves on. Uh, this was well, a, I, I feel I feel I feel bad for like Return of the Thirteenth Floor. Oh, Let's there, give that a consolation. There's a couple of first round matchups I feel bad about potentially. We can we can backdoor bracket. Uh, no, for an episode this long, that might take forever. Um, Next one, Chonky Fire versus Gangsta Shit. Uh, and uh, Gangsta Shit replaced Slump, which uh, personally, I'm from Equipment I, I didn't, I never loved Slump. Um, so I, I wanted to get Gangsta Shit on the bracket. Um, I will say this. In theory, like we're going by rate your music ratings. I, I should like Chonky Fire more. But lately, the last few years, I've gone back to gangsta shit a lot more. Like, I really like the vibe. Andre's verse is great. I like big, how Big Boy's verse comes off. Even the Goody Mob verses kind of flow well. So this is an upset. And that's a feat. Right. To get to get everybody from Goody Mob sounding good. Right, because usually there's just one that sounds... But, you know, and I like Goody Mob, but I, I'm in, a, in an upset in my own brain. I'm going to go with gangsta shit. Mm. David, how about you? Uh... I chunky fire. Yeah, chunky fire. I'm sorry. That's right. just like, that's just it's just one of those ones for me that like when I hear when I hear that song, it's just like yep, yep, yep this is what it's gonna be. And uh, and what Outkast would do on the last songs of the albums is generally give you a preview of what their next album sounds like. So chunky fire sounds a lot like what Stank going to is gonna sound like. It's got the yeah. wah wah guitar and all that stuff. And uh, I am fully willing to acknowledge that like I am biased for anything anything with that so GOZ you're, you will have to vote on this one there is no ducking uh, gangsta shit yeah I know yeah I, I think I'm, I'm gonna go with gangsta shit oh woo. I, mean, I think I think what it is is that with Chunky Fire is a dope song but I admit for me when I listen to Aquamini Liberation's Liberation's such a high note yeah that even a good song kind of falls by the wayside. Like I kind of like. I'll make this comparison. You've listened to Mob Deep's The Infamous, right? Yep. Oh, we. T- I know like, exactly where you're going with this. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like how the second the last song is Shook Ones, which is such a huge song. Yeah. Fucking legend. Legendary. Song. And last one is Party's uh, Party's Over, which yeah, is yeah, a good song. Party Over, which is a good song. Yeah, exactly. But, but like you feel a little like, deflated. Like the after same or. Another another one that's like that for me is have y'all listened to Eight Ball and MGGs on top of the world? Have not. no. But is that the same okay. thing when there's an emotion where Yeah, it's similar because the second to last song in that one is Space Age Pippin, which is an incredible song. Just me and you, just me and you. 
getting sticky Your mouth is saying no, but your body's saying stick me Lick me, don't be afraid of what your friends say Rappers get that ass, then be out of here like yesterday then after that is break them off, which is oh, it's okay. I, I'm but guilty. It doesn't of, live up to the what's before it. I'm guilty. I will, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say part of why part of why Chunky Fire uh, is such a great track for me is it was sampled so he- like uh, this Outcast album was sampled so heavily on Kid Cudi's uh, first album, Man on the Moon, and that was like oh okay that was such that was that was a, a seminal album for me in like late high school. Right after high school, like, so, you know, 08 to 08 to 10. So I'm out and down then, looking for a substance to drown in. Hey, down and now. So I'm out and down then, looking for a substance to drown in. I will also say for Chonky Fire's defense, I love when the beat sort of slows down and it sounds like when they would use like, yeah, like ch- like uh, Thomas the Tank Engine music of yes. Gordon. So I like that part a lot too. Never uh, forget, George Carlin narrated Thomas, Thomas the, the Tank, Tank Engine. Engine. Never forget one of the greatest mashups of Wait. all time. Oh wait, Carla did? I thought he was on Shiny Time Station. Did he do both of them? Maybe he did. Maybe. Well, so I know he was... First it was Ringo Starr, and then it was George Carlin. Yeah, they, yeah which is a great... Okay. We yeah, got I, Beatle and George I think Carlin. you're thinking of Shiny Time Station, yeah. which they're easy to mix up, but it's yeah. Shiny Time Station that he did the narration for. But yeah, I, do like, I do like when, for Chunky Fire, when it slows down, and I like, mm-hmm. this, I like, I like the skit at the end of it, too. The yeah, the, the skits on the Come and I can be fun. Like the pimp gangster trick stuff is kind of funny. Um, I have a trick gangster click. Yeah. Like Mr. Gangster, I cut your ass up. I guess though we're going with gangster shit. It sounds like all right. A bit of an upset early on. Next one. So Benzer Beamer, which is not on an Outcast album, and it's not even on streaming services. It's on uh, some sound. It's on YouTube. It is, and it's a but it's a. I love Benzer Beamer. Like, I just kind of rediscovered it maybe a few months ago, and I was glad that it was already on this bracket because I got really happy. Um, under the New Jersey Drive soundtrack, a movie I, I frankly had not heard of. Okay. Um, yeah, I um, I haven't seen the movie, but there are, I, I've listened to a few songs from that soundtrack. Like, a song, two songs I go back to on that are Heavy D's Check It Out, which mm. just it's just a banger, and the other one is Queen Latifah's Jersey. Okay. Um for this yeah, check those out check those out when you get a chance i will and i because 90s hip-hop like movie soundtracks had a lot of good stuff i mean the ghost face motherless child was on above the rim i want to say um it's too bad that none of those movies were any good yeah but the, yeah, soundtracks, the, soundtracks, live on the soundtracks were killer i know but yeah no yeah, one goes back like, to- high, like high school high had a dope soundtrack but the movie's Stupid, but it's, it's bad. It was I was that it was Steven. That was that was the thing with the '90s. Like so many, there are so many bad '90s movies that have great soundtracks that you're like, ah, eh, we'll we'll take the good with the bit, the good with the bad. Um, and then you have iconic movies like Con Air. Um, <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Um, so Benzer Beamer is interesting because it's '95. It's right between Southern Playlistic and ATL. Like it's has the ATL like mood, but it's a very Southern Playlistic like hard hit. And it's talking about Jack yeah. Cars. Yeah, that's really yeah. That's, that's what's interesting about Benzer Beamer. I agree with you there. You sat down by the seashore thinking about some seashells. I was around the corner from Pleasant Hill thinking about the B12, but maybe not for long because I just done seen the light. I'm packing my screwdriver, so see I'm gonna be alright. Just moving the steering wheel side to side like a slalom. Now I ain't got no problem. I'm just breaking the steering column. I spot him in the middle of the motor parking lot. I'm hearing a voice in the back of my head yelling, "Andre, stop!" And then the next song, um, David. I'm not sure how this got in the bracket, but uh, "WAP" by Cardi B 
and Megan Thee Stallion is on this list. That's, sorry, that's the winner. <laughs> sorry, it's, it's, that's just the winner. No, for real. Uh, first round, first round, first round KO. No, for, not for real. Um, <laughs> uh, there's some whores in this house, indeed. So we love these hoes from Stankonia. I gotta admit, I don't cut it. You need to cut It's got a. It's kind of fun. It's kind of catchy, but I don't. I, I don't have any particular affinity towards it. Uh, Goz, what you thinking? I hate. We love these hoes. The bins are being easy. But, but, all right. So backbone. The, backbone just does not do it for me. Clean sweep uh, for bins for Beamer. I usually could take. I actually probably should take. We love these hoes. The bracket, I will but, also. I will also say that like this isn't so much. Uh, I'm enthusiastic about bins or Beamer. It's like I just really dislike. We love these hoes. Yeah. No. I, I don't know. I think, worst, I think it's the worst track on Stankonia. Oof. I agree. Oof, I agree. Okay. Mine is, well, actually, Dave, you'll hate what my least favorite track is on Stankonia that's on this bracket is uh, Snapping and Trapping. With- I can see where Jack wouldn't like that one. It, the beat's so off-putting, and, and Big Boy's, and I love Big Boy, but I did not like Big Boy's verse at all. And, and Killer Mike was decent, but his breakout was the whole world. Like, to me, snap and trap and I kind of Yeah, I'm going to go back to the whole world very much. I mm. think he killed a moron, Stankonia. Yeah, that's why That's but why I, we needed I, three I people see, for this, I like though. to see why I don't like the beat, but the beat works for me. I like how weird it is. It's, I, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I agree with Jack on Killer Mike's coming out party. is absolutely whole world. Um, but, so, we Benzer Beamer, moving on. Next one. This fucking sucks. Ghetto Music versus Wheels of Steel. I don't want to eliminate either of these in the first round. This feels like I'm asking to like sacrifice one of my sons to to some demigod. I, I don't want to do this. Um, I mean, I'll let y'all Hawk felt earlier. Yeah, this is this is my Sophie's choice. So GOZ, I'll let you go first. Both great Outcast songs in my mind. I mean, yeah, Wheels of Steel is dope, but I love 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 Ghetto Music. Yeah. I used to like I used to back in high school. I had like a mix of different Outcast songs. Or no, you know what I did is that I I I burned a copy of on Bitcoin Represent and took some of the songs I didn't like off of it and put in some songs I did. And one of the really? songs I put on was Ghetto Music. I used to listen to that all the time. That shit is Love just music. crazy. David, how you voting? I'm going Ghetto Music. Yeah. Uh, I I remember I remember so intensely listening. I had a CD player in high school because that was like. Up until like junior year, MP3 players were not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're my age, so it's the same thing with me. Yeah, like 04, 05, they were like, yeah. eh. Most of them were like, <sighs> you didn't buy an MP3 player. What you bought was just like a little jack for a USB drive, essentially. Yeah. Like I, I remember having, I, I had, I had a couple of MP3 players that, like, yeah, it was just like you bought a USB stick, you put all the songs on that, and you just plugged it in, and it auto-formatted and did it all for you. I mean, I have an MP3 player, but those are the small ones that were only like one or two gigs, so you can only play I had, so, <clears throat> Jack will tell you, I was the most obnoxious fucking kid because I refused to use Apple products. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I am, it's just, it's, it's a stupid hill that I just refused, like, and that was the dumbest hill. That's the dumbest hill that I, I I'm like die on. I'm, I'm just, look, I'm gonna admit, I'm kind of, I'm kind of ninety percent with you. Like, I don't have an Apple phone. I, don't, I never got any iPods or anything. Nope. I David have, had a, I have an iPad, but I barely use it. David had yeah, a I have an iPad because of work, and that, that that's it. And it's it's work's iPad. So like, it's not mine. I didn't spend any money on. Uh, but I had, so I had uh, 
MP3 players fairly early because they were like the knockoff ones were like 300 bucks compared to like the 900 for an iPad for yeah. an iPod um, and twice as much memory. Right. Like I, so I, I had a Creative Labs that was like 30 gigs in like 06. I, I, I give you shit for getting a Zune, but the Zune worked for you, and it worked for a while, and then MP3 players the Zoom, in general come. Here's the thing. The only reason I stopped using the Zune is because the screen cracked. Yeah, exactly. If they, sell, they, if they kept to me, and they stopped updating the Zune, so the, the Zune suite. Yeah. You know, potato, but, potato. But so I will also say this. Ghetto Music would win for me. Like, I was on the NBA Live 2004 soundtrack. Um, I had Speaker, bo- <clears throat> speaker Box early on and really loved it. Yeah, so... Yeah. It's a clean sweep, but I love Wheels of Steel, and I'm sorry to see it go this early because that's a great song. So, ghetto music moving on. We move now to Liberation this versus. Next Deep. round is absolutely fucking cruel. Yeah, I, we if if it makes you feel better, we can try and vote. If you don't feel you know and see where we land before we make you vote. I mean, I have I have my decision already. Okay, so David, where are you going? This was an easy one for me. It was. Yeah, this was an easy one for okay. me. Okay, Liberation. Deep. Deep. Okay. All right. So, so liberate. By the way, liberation was the outro music for our last episode, and right as we were editing it, President Obama comes out with a summer playlist, and liberation's on it. Hmm. Coincidence. Hmm. Okay. Sure, Mr. President. I'm sure. Uh, but liberation. Look, look, uh, go ahead. Obama. Obama's a loyal listener. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let me be clear. Uh, oh Crown of Outcasts. Okay. And uh, uh, uh look. good. I think it's the best on the album. God damn, I can but, I can listen to uh, I can listen to you do an Obama impression talking about hip hop all day. But for real though, I said I'll, this. I'll let you do your pick first, LB, before I do, do mine. So I, I also said um a few years ago, like you know, regardless of how you feel about him politically, all that, I miss having a president to listen to Jay Z. I'm pretty sure I'm still the only president to listen to Jay Z's music in the Oval Office. Uh, that may change at some point, but I'm pretty sure that's true now. That was just how I felt. Like I was like, "Oh, this guy listens to my music. This is cool." It was, it, it was, it was refreshing yeah. to know that the person in charge at least acknowledged like younger, younger stuff. America's most valuable export of the last thirty years yeah. has and, been been hip hop. And two, um, you know, I just kind of remember too. It was funny because he was being interviewed on BET when he was running for the first time. And he was yeah. close with Clinton in the primary. And he had to talk about how he liked American Gangster and Kanye. He had to sort of say, I'm not a fan of the language they use. Because he was still trying to get elected. And then by the end, he was, his second term, he was basically doing the Schmurder dance like he didn't care. And I, I thought that was... Oh, no, great. not at all. <laughs> just it, did, it wasn't second term. Second term was when he had like Kanye and Pusha and a bunch yeah. of the White House. Just yeah, like, that's right. And Common. Or no, Common was the first term because then they tried to make Common like a... How yeah, does Common get invited to the White House? Common like, in the first term. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, um, common, well, that's because common's tolerable. Common, common's like safe. Right. But, uh, yeah, but they tried, still try to paint him as some sort of crazy ass. They did, especially early on. He always played killers in movies. Yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's just racist casting. That's all. That's right. <laughs> and no. listen, we're not Hollywood. We can't yes. comment on it. But, um, so I will say this Liberation, especially lately, I've been going through my stuff. Um, Liberation hits the soul. Like, and I really like Deep. Deep's a really good song, but Liberation, man, like that CeeLo part just, oof, that gets me. So it's a close one, but I'll go Liberation. So GZ, you will have to vote. Yeah, I will. Okay, jeez. Yeah, like I said, Liberation is just such a major, major high point of the album. 
it's but, it's one of the songs see, on Equemini that's like 14 minutes long too. So it, it goes in. Yeah. It, it, it goes. Uh, in. Eight minutes, 46 seconds. Eight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but it but, goes in a lot of long tracks. I love Deep so much. Like that would claim to choose my favorite song on Southern Playlistic. Yeah. And then I don't know. There's some slick shit that Andre says in his verses. Yeah. I love the beat. I love the way it opens up. I love the way it ends. So I, I gotta in the clutch. I gotta go deep. Never been pimped by the system. That's because I ain't no slave. Don't be trying to sunbathe. Never lived off in no cave, but your chap. And in this head of mine is full of naps. And the only thing I know is how to fucking how to rap. Y'all think I'm stupid because I shoot some up like stupid. And if you gave me a basketball, I'll show you how to shoot it. My head's polluted, but I'm zooted, bobbing to the bottom. If a pair of Jordans came out, y'all figured that I got. All right, deep wins and deep again. Not a there, there are really no bad picks on this bracket. Deep, it beats Liberation in an upset. It's a 14 over 3, but <clears throat> a well-earned spot. Next one, Get Up, Get Out, the underemployed anthem versus Flip Flock Rock. This uh, Flip Flop Rock, excuse me. David, this is another easy one for me. I know this is easy for you. I'm going to go differently. I, again, biased because maybe I had speaker box early. Love Flip Flop Rock. Jay-Z's got a cool verse. Killer Mike has a great verse on it. Um, I'm going with Flip Flop Rock, David. I know where you're going. Get up, get up. I, you know where I'm going. Uh, and it is only because I just... I don't know. I don't love, I don't love Jay-Z's verse. Yeah, it's not. You know what? I I was listening to it recently, and I was like, I don't love this verse as much as I thought. I loved this verse, but I still like it, so I get it. Um, get it's, up, get out. It's a kind of it's a mostly perfunctory Jay Z verse, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. When I'm in the mood, I rock the S dot tennis shoes. In the interlude, I rock the Gucci flip flops. Like he's got a good flow on it, but it's not. Yeah, it's not like. And this was right around it, when the Black Album came Jay-Z out. Jay so Z had was, given up at yeah. this point. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he had just retired, so I mean that that doesn't. He's phoning it in, which you know what? Know. Look, it's like Jordan phoning it in for the Wizards. He's still scoring. Oh like, no! I mean, no. If you if you want to talk about Jay Z phoning it in, listen to Rick Ross's Three Kings. Oh boy, God, that's a bad song. That's a bad song with. Th- <laughs> and I like Drake. I I said that in my review. I was like, this, that's just a disappointment of a song. Means on the wall in all my rooms. Niggas couldn't fuck with my daughter's room. We should do a Rick Ross. Oh, no. Can we do, can we do a Rick Ross bracket someday? <laughs> that would be a very quick I mean, bracket. I can only tell you this: hold me, hold me back, wins. Hold me back, wins. <laughs> the worst song of all time. The worst uh, song ever. Uh, Hustlin, I think, might win it for me. Oh, Hustlin's well. Rick Ross is kind of a one-hit wonder, as far as I'm concerned, because oh, we're not counting any. Teflon Don. I love Teflon Don, but uh, anyway, we're not talking about Rick Ross. That, 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 that (laughs) I I just got to say this about Hold Me Back. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's the best song ever. Go ahead. One of the things that's so brilliant about it is that in if you listen to the verses, his enunciation is actually pretty clear. (laughs) Then in the chorus. He does an over-exaggerated <laughs> Southern thing. And, it, and like, he gradually point, like, gets worse. Point, it's like, at the end, he's like, I'm not going to say it, but it's like, it's like, as I said, he sounds like he has marshmallows in his mouth. It's like, it's just, it begot, yeah. it's so weird. The point, Pussy the point ho. His verse is where he says, where he says the hook, but he says it clearly. Like he says, these haters won't hold me back. And he gets to the hook. It's worse. He probably didn't do it in one take and got very drunk. Yeah, as also, went. He was also very fat at the time, the, so I might have tripped. And then the tirade at the end about pussy ho, she a pussy ho. It's the video is also the best music video ever made for a song. Oh my god, the quick cuts, Rick Ross's titties. I look in my fridge. 
My shit looking scarce. It's great. This guy has like eight other songs that sound exactly like Hold Me Back. Hold Me Back sounds exactly like 9-11, which is the next song on the same album. This is, again, the mistake was I having was you- I was all of this. I, I know. We've I'm, gotten so I, off I the know. rails. I know. We're, this, again, this is why it's two parts. All right. Anyway, so I'm voting Flip Flop Rock. David's voting Get Up, Get Out. GOZ, you got the deciding vote. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Get Up, Get Out. All right. Flip Flop. I like Flip Flop Rock, but Get Up, Get Out. I do. I just like it better. It's, it's a. It is a seminal song for Outkast. I would absolutely agree with that. Um, and I. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. So good. So good that Bone Thugs sampled it for one of their their songs. Who did? Have you heard that? Bone Thugs. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, I, I didn't know they sampled it. Get something. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, and get it. I, I will it's a poppy song, but I love it. I, I will say, God, we're, I, I, I'm sorry because we keep getting off the bracket, but uh, I agreed with you that Thuggish Ruggish Bone, which I had never really listened to until a few months ago, I was like, oh, this is this is a great song. This it's is a yeah. great song. I was listening to that just this afternoon. It's... It's hard not to. I, I've listened to it at the gym, but it's great. Anyway, sorry, y'all. I, we have a hip-hop head on. We don't get this a lot. Next matchup, the title track from Equemini versus Babylon Ting uh, from AT Aliens. Um, I, Babylon, the, the, here's the drawback for Babylon. I've never really liked Andre's second verse. It's a weird verse. Like, I get that it's supposed to be weird, but you can't start a verse with, I'm fascinated with the way your nipples be peeking through your blouse. Like, I, that just, automatically I shut down after that. I just shut, like, I'm like, all right. I'm, Andre's horny on man, and I, I respect that. <laughs> we'll get to horny Andre later, too, but, uh, so. I mean, like, like, that's not already horny? I yeah, mean, look. That's why they call this, it devilish, because it's dead wrong. Is this around when Andre's having a kid with Erica Badu? Yep, it is. That would probably explain it. <laughs> All right, so just for that alone, I'm voting for Clemenai. Uh David, where are you going on this? <laughs> where do you think I'm going? I think you're going to Clemenai. All right, so GOC, just for posterity, what, what would you vote for? Yeah, Kormanai, that's an iconic song. It's a great... And ba Babylon is good, but it's not iconic. It's not. as iconic. This is, this is one of those... This is one of those ones where we have to remind ourselves that there's, there's almost no bad songs on this. Like, Babylon has a... 64 song. Has a really good beat and a great hook on it. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just... There okay. are some songs that are just fantastic and everything else is just really good so that's the end of the first round for that bracket now i will say for this next one the first matchup of the bottom left bracket this is about as lopsided of a matchup as you get uh the 16 seed last call the last song on speaker box cool song andre beat it's got some fun verses little john does some ad libs on the hook it's cool um it's going against the one seed bombs over baghdad um anyone have any objections to where we're probably going on this not a singular uh, objection no nope. All right. I B. mean, I, I like I like Last Call. Too. I like Last Call too, but I mean, it's Bob. Bob. Uh, there was a point in my life where if you said if you said gun to your head, I'm gonna like you have to do karaoke. You have to do it perfectly. Yeah. I could do Bob. Like and oh, two. Point in my life. Two. That was that was like. Go. And by the way, that's a song where Big Boy and Dre go neck for neck on verses. Like there are times where, and it's usually Andre's. Even though I prefer Big Boy, where like Andre's head, but this is one where it's like. God, they're both like A plus verses. I got no, yeah, B.O.B. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk more about B.O.B. as the bracket goes on. Now, this is a perfect matchup. The 8-9 seed, The Artist Storytelling Part 1 and The Artist Storytelling Part 2. Um, huh. Yeah. How about that? So, so, Part 1 is sort of the kind of chiller. It has Slick Rick on the video version. Um, 
you know, kind of a story, is storytelling. And the last one is this frenetic, they said they wrote it thinking like, the earth's about to end, what would the last song yeah. sound like? So it's kind of a stylistic thing. Um, I like both. I'm going with part one. David, where are you going? <sighs> Listening to them both right now, it's got to be one for me. Okay. Um, one is, I think it's probably, I think if I had a better sound system in my car, I'd probably like two better. Because it's it's got a lot going. It's 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 actually a Sanconia kind of track. Yeah. Um, but I, I I like art of storytelling one more than two. And Goz again for posterity. Where are you going? Yeah. Um. I mean, I love them both. But yeah, I, I was good, and I lean towards part one. Okay. Because I mean, there's that. Because there's Andre's verse in that about Sasha Thumper. Okay. And then there's that hook. It's yeah. like that now. Oh, the hook about your back now. It's about four, five cats off in the lab now. Game is form a story right now. It's like that now. I hope we don't get a season assist from this. But uh, yeah, part one will win. All right, next one. Two Dope Boys in a Cadillac versus a song I added from Idlewild. Call the Law, which replaced um, it replaced ET, which a lot of people like from Atelians. I never even, and I listened to it literally a couple hours oh, ago. I, I just, mm, mm, not oh, yeah. Are uh, you? Yeah, yeah, it's a cool song, but um, I put Call the Law because I really like that's Janelle Monae singing her her voice out on that song. Kind of encapsulates the spirit of Idlewild perfectly. Two Dope Boys is really good though. Goz, where are you going on this? We'll have you vote first. Two Dope Boys. Right. That's that and the title track of my favorite songs off Atlians. Okay. And Two Dope Boys just after that great intro with um, Joie, um Two Dope Boys is a perfect yeah. note to open that album up on. And you made that hook. Fantastic. Two yeah. Dope Boys in Cadillac. So David, where are you headed? I'm also going two dope boys in Cadillac, and it's simply because I have more just experience with that song. Like, that's been on my snowboard playlist. That's been on my like long bike ride playlist. Like, it's been it's been it's a song that's been around for me just forever. Yeah, I I think I inch towards Call the Law, but I really like two dope boys. So two dope boys advances, and that's and another one. That's one to say we're like Call the Laws. I I was the song I was unfamiliar with until. We did started doing the prep work for this, mm-hmm. and like, it's good. It's yeah. a real good track. Like, yeah, it's not. It's yeah. Just up next one. Next one is one of their most iconic songs, Miss Jackson, the four versus West Savannah, a big boy solo track that was made for Southern Playlistic, but ended up on Equemini. Um, West Savannah, thirteen. Here's my hot take. This is the hottest take of the bracket. I don't love, love Miss Jackson. Like, as a song, okay. like, Big Boy's verses kind of don't flow well. Andre's verses, okay. The beat's not super good. Like, I like it. It's cool. I, everyone knows the lyrics. It's fun. I don't love it. You say it's pop and love. Uh, that, that part's actually... Yeah, the, pre, the pre-verse is cool with Andre, but... I, I love the vibe of West Savannah. We talked about it earlier. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going West Savannah. Um... Goz, where are you headed? Yeah, um, I'm also going with Savannah as well. I like Mrs. Jackson a lot, but I just love West Savannah it's for a, the reason that you mentioned. The vibe is just so dope. It's a cool track. Song. David, I think I know where you head, but we'll, we'll get your vote in. Anyway. Where do you, Where do you think I'm going, Mr. Jackson? Actually, no, I'm actually really. 
So, Miss Jackson, great song. But a lot like uh, the song Hallelujah, people think that it's like, I hear this song, I hear, uh, hear Miss Jackson played at weddings all the time, and it's just like... That and Hey Oz, the back-to-back, like... No one's listening to what they're saying. That's, like, and that's this is, one? This is the worst song. This we'll we'll actually get to Hey Oz in just a second, because Hey Oz, as we've talked many times on the podcast, that's is the exact one. same thing. Not a great wedding song. No, but... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, why the hell would you listen to Miss Jackson at a wedding? <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry I wasn't a good father. <laughs> okay, let's Look. get married. All right, next one. Well, aforementioned 11 seed Heya versus Skew It on the Barbie from Equemini. Um, I think Skew It's my favorite song on Equemini. So, David, where are you going with this? It, Skew It, by the way, has Raekwon, a great Raekwon person. Um, it yeah. does. David, this is hard because Heya is definitely the most iconic Outcast song of all time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's still a great song. Like, it, you know. Honestly, I, I think I gotta go. Hey ya. Okay, so oh, really? hey ya, hey ya was hey ya from hey ya was one of those songs that like got me aware of who Outcast was. Mm-hmm. Um, hey ya's, I mean hey ya's obviously their biggest radio hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But it's so that's a, it's not a bad choice. So I got skew it. David's got hey ya. Goz, you will be the tiebreaker. Yeah, for me it's skew it pretty easily actually. I mean, my thing with Heya is that when it first came out, I absolutely loved it, loved it. Mm-hmm. But then I just heard it too much, and I got really sick of it. That's and then even now. That's a diamond and then even album. now, especially yeah, yeah. And then even now, especially after I discovered more outcast songs, it's just it's all right. I'm yeah. not always in the mood to listen to it. Whereas Skew It is just. I love Skew It. It's a great hip-hop track. all just on the verses. You know what song was like that for me was Lose Yourself, where I just heard it so much, and it's like, I kind of lost that luster. But then I heard they released a demo version M did on the Shady 15 CD, and I was like, oh, I re... Because it's a new version of it. Oh, I, I re... I remembered the vibe of the first time I heard it. We descend together, we begin to move as one in perfect unison, just like the moon and sun illuminate the room, and humans soon become aluminum, rhythmically insane. But chaos, sort of the same way of cool song, yeah. always happy when it comes on. I just don't go out of my way to play it a lot. Um, yeah, that was the same way for me with lose it. With I mean, with lose yourself for NM. And yeah, I got sick of it. But then after some spending some time away from it, I really listened to it again, and I saw how. Just good, his verses and his storytelling are. That is prime. So I learned to love it again. Yeah, yeah, that's like Eminem is absolute best. Not to mention, I love the mom spaghetti meme. The mom spaghetti meme is just it's it's lived it's lived on for almost twenty years, and it's you know thank you Dave Chappelle for starting it. Yes. Yeah, but he keeps on spaghetti. What he wrote down, the whole crowd goes spaghetti. So, looks like Skewit wins. Uh, sorry, hey, y'all, we do love you, though. Next matchup. This is an easy one for me, but it's a good matchup. The title track for AT Aliens versus Millennium from the album AT Aliens. Millennium's really cool. I love the chorus on it. The vibe is great. Uh, we use it as outro music on Occulty Tinfoil. AT Aliens is out of this world good. Um, Mm -hmm. For me, the first round alone, cooler than a polar bear's toenails, alone gets it a one victory in this. Talking that shit, buddy, that struck a nerve. 
But Swerve, so, now you're about to see these Southern players swerve. So I got work from where you pay rent. Yeah, see, so. I I got the title track. Um, yep. I David, yeah. how are you going? Yep. All right. Correct. Uh, Gozier. Yeah. yeah. It's it's unanimous. Right. ATL. That's like I said. That's my other favorite song on that album, along with um, Two Dope Boys. Toys. Yep. So and yeah, yeah, just big the big boys opening verse alone is just yeah worth the worth the price of admission. Now next one, a, a Southern playlistic uh, matchup: Crumbling Herb versus Funky Ride. Again, I, I was saying this off air. The first time I heard Crumbling Herb was the edited version on the clean version of their greatest hits album. And it sounds different. I like it a little more. It's still the version I play to this day where the reverb is gone from the chorus. The lyrics are a little different. Andre has a second verse that's different that I like more. This is we're doing this as a standard album version. Um, kind of a coin flip for me. I'm going Funky Ride. Um, I could go without the guitar solo, and I could really go without the chick having an orgasm at the end. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't like that. That, that I don't like that. my, my that's version. That's cut, that's my version cuts it off before that because I. But um, so I'm I'm leaning Funky Ride. Catholic. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so Funky Ride for me. Uh, Goz, where are you going on this? Yeah, um, it's a tough one, but I'm going Funky Ride as well because, Ooh. I mean, up until the up until the orgasm, it's just so good. Yeah, it's so it's good. Fun, and so it's, funky. And, it, and it's got it's just Sleepy Brown and whatever group they were calling it. Um, it's it's not Big Boy and Dre aren't on it, but I like it. David, I think based on a conversation we had earlier, you'd go with Kremlin Herb. Correct. Okay, so unfortunately for you, Funky Ride goes on, but there are many more matchups in this tournament. The final one in the bottom left bracket of the first round. The title track for Southern Playlistic Cadillac Music versus Mainstream. Mainstream again, good album cut on AT Aliens. Southern Playlistic Cadillac Music is correct. Just yep. yes, yep. Yeah. All right, well that's Cadillac funky music. So that's an easy win. All right, now we go to the right side of the bracket in the top right. The one seated Spody Odie Dopalicious versus what was originally War from Speaker Box, which is I. We replaced it from the love below, uh, vibrate a song David and I have much affection for. David, why why do we have so much affection for vibrate? Jerk it off. Yep, yep. It's a it's a legitimate song about masturbating on an Outkast album. Uh, makes me happy. It, that it, it's, look, uh, it it makes me think of how at the, around the same time uh, the darkness had an out had their their one big radio hit. I believe it's been called Love. On their album, they had a song called Holding My Own. That's just also very nakedly about masturbation. Which, I, just, like, I, I think it's hilarious. I think that I think that was groundbreaking in 2003. This is an upset because yes, yes it was. This Spody Odie is loved. I always liked it. Never like it's it's really cool. It's fun to listen to. I think David, when we saw the Most Def concert that got delayed, they just played the instrumental on a loop for 45 minutes while Most Def was waiting. But um, I'm going. Stop. with... I'm going with vibrate. It's a bit of it's an upset, but I'm going with vibrate. Uh, David, where are you going? I'm going vibrate. Okay, Goz. I I think we. I'm guessing we probably just upset you with this vote. Yeah. Good. 
I mean, <laughs> Spoo the Odie's such a good yeah, song. You want, to talk, you want to hear about Dre and Big Boy masturbating for real? Just Dre, for the record. Just Dre, yes. Just it's Dre. more. It's more so that he, not no. that he's talking about himself doing I mean, it, but just the idea that he wrote a song he's talk, about. He's it. sex positive. Yes, that's All right. <laughs> Look, if women can have that "Touch Myself" song, men can have vibrate. Women have WAP. Good for them. I'm, I'm all sex positive. Exactly. All right, so I'm, vibrate in a controversial but decisive victory. I mean, I was just talking about how I didn't really like hearing the sound of the girl orgasming on the other song. But I'm <laughs> it doesn't have that sound, though. Andre jerking his Jimmy. Come on now. <laughs> but he's, but he's, look, he's, the chorus he is, is being, the chorus he is gender neutral in the song. Yeah, and he, he says, you know, it's, it's become, become a master, master of your, of your own patient. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're, we're not going to listen. Right. I know where the vote's going the next round anyway, so I don't worry. I'm not worried about it. But yeah. vibrate, <laughs> vibrate. We had to win one. Um, all right, next one. Ain't no thing versus humble mumble. Ain't no thing from Southern Playlistic. Humble mumble from Stan County. This was a. This is kind. I, I I like both songs about equally. Kind of a coin flip. Goz, do you have a way you're leaning one way? Ain't or the no other? thing. All right. Ain't no thing. Easy. Ain't no thing. David, where are you going? Ain't no thing. All right, so I probably would have leaned humble mumble. I would love Big Boy's verse on that. Back on the microphone, your number one controller. I rock the microphone like a blizzard. I'm so cold, I'm trying to told ya. Life is like a great big roller coaster. Everything in life don't always happen like it's supposed to. But ain't no thing. Moves on. The next one. Hootie Hoo versus my intro to let you know, which was originally uh, Waylon from AT Aliens, which I never dug. And my intro to let you know, I thought should give some love. So two Southern Playlistic songs. Uh, Goz, again, this is your favorite Outcast album. Where are you headed on this? Well, my favorite's a Quamini. Oh, I'm sorry. You, I, um, at one point, it, wasn't it at one point Southern Playlistic? No, oh, that's always a Quamini. Quamini is a close second. I mean, Southern Playlistic is uh, a close second. Gotcha. Well, it's, and it's just the one I listen to most often. Gotcha. Okay. Well, and I apologize for for misrepresenting you, but uh, you do know this album back and forth. So, Hootie Who, my intro to let you know. Do you have a leaning one way or the other? Enter the let you know. All right. Hootie Who is a song I don't is the one song I don't like as much as the others. Okay. I for me, Hootie Who's got that iconic end of Dre's verse. About two weeks later, she called me with some bullshit. Talking about her period late. Guess what I did? Click. That is the most gangsta line I've ever heard in my life. That is just mean and funny. Well, not me. Not me. Couldn't be me. I don't know where I'm going on this. I think Hootie Who ekes out my intro to let you know. David, are you leaning one way or the other? Oh, uh, Hootie. Okay. So Hootie Who advances. Right. And, and this is this is this is another one that like this does not come lightly. Uh, this is a tough one. This was a really tough one for me, but I, it's just Hootie. Um and my intro to let you know, I do like that they sampled Players Ball on the in on the song with on the album with Players Ball on it. I think that's a G move to sample the song yeah. that comes later in the album on the first song on the album. Next one is Rosa Parks, number four, versus Over the Woods from AT Aliens, number 13. Uh, Over the Woods is cool. I don't love the hook, uh, but I like individual pieces of it. Rosa Parks is really fucking dope. Um, I'm going Rosa Parks. David? Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks is on my party starter playlist. Yeah, it's it's always the harmonica alone. Uh, Gioz? Yeah, Rosa, Rosa Parks is easy. Easy. Rosa Parks is on the contact. That's another one. It's it's, yeah. it's just a fun song. Um, yeah, and then, that, yeah, again, the harmonica solo, Whew. and then the hook, the uh-huh, oh, yeah, yeah, baby, uh-huh. Crack-a-lack-a-lack-a. Um, you just, just want to dance. I, it's, That's like, 
That's that's a track where you're just like, yep. You just want to clap and dance. Oh, it's it's great. Next one, Mighty O from Idlewild versus Knowing from uh, Speakerbox. Another tough one because I always Knowing was always a solid sleeper album cut on Speakerbox for me. Um, Mighty O is really good though. It's one of I think only two three times on Idlewild that Big Boy and Dre are on the same track. Um, Goz, do you have a way with this or a, a direction you're leaning with this? Um, I don't know. These are um, probably. I mean, neither are my favorite Outcast songs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? You know what? Annoying reminds me of. It reminds me of um, one of the songs on um, Lupe's Food and Liquor. I forget the. I forget which one. Mm. It's, I think it's the one that had Mike Shinoda on it or something. Uh, 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 I'm blanking because I know the cool better than Food and Liquor. But ah, uh, shit. Um, God. There's oh. there's an all time album. Um, the cool, yeah. I, although Gio's you prefer food and liquor, I know to uh, the cool. Yeah, I, yeah I, I I, it's funny. I actually agreed with your rationale of not loving the cool, but I was I was like ah, I I still dig it. So, um, I'm. Uh, but yeah, I I think I, I think I lean towards knowing. Okay, David. Actually, I go mighty O. Okay, I it's for me. This is one of I think. I really like the sort of character that dre is in this song more than i like a lot of his others yeah i really i don't know i just i really dig the flow i really dig i really dig what he did with the voice with his voice like it's just a fun it's a fun track and i i it it, it beats the point for me so it I, is it is it is a nice tribute to cap calloway too yeah. um i'm leaning shit you know what i'm 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 going knowing i think like david said earlier on one of them i i have, I've listened to Knowing really consistently, fair, like off and on for like 17 years at this point. I'm leaning Knowing. Mighty O is really good though, and it's kind of a bummer it gets kicked out this early, but I'm leaning Knowing, which advances. Um, next one, this is a tough one for me. The Way You Move versus Spaghetti Junction from Stankonia, which replaces the Art of Storytelling Part 4, which I don't even, I think that's like a mixtape track or something. Um, okay, I've never heard that one. I, I don't think I have either. So Spaghetti Junction... That's a sleeper track on Stankonia. I know I've said that a bunch, but like I, I agree. Okay, I, I agree. And I love the way you move, but I, I like Spaghetti Junction just too much. And I'm if the way you move wins this, I'm perfectly happy because that's a great song. But I'm leaning Spaghetti Junction. Yeah, I, I'm yeah I'm going Spaghetti Junction as well. They just Big Boy and Dre just wrap their asses off in that song. That's such it's they such a real, good back. They sound real smooth on it too. Yeah, and then I like the beat as well. And David, do you uh, for posterity have a vote? Uh, way you move, actually. Okay, yeah. Way you move is uh, okay. They're one of their three. It's one of their three number one. Not, not again. Like this was that. This was a song that I heard first. This is yeah. like one of those songs that introduced me to Outkast because what they had three. <laughs> if they had three like top ten singles from once off of Speaker Box and Love Below. Yeah, they had um, they had Hey Ah and the Way You Move were number one and Roses was I think it was definitely yep. top ten. So it's somewhere yeah. there. Um, hey, you want to know what's kind of funny about those Speaker Box Love Below um, singles? What's that? Like mm. I mentioned before, I mentioned before that with Hey Ah, I loved it, but then I kind of, but then they kind of well, fell out of love with it. Yeah. With with um, the way you move, I hated it at first, but then after a while, I thought, okay, I like this. Okay, that's and roses was kind of in the middle for me. That, that's interesting. I always the way you move is always. I just love the vibe of it. But either way, it's unfortunate. It's getting eliminated. Spaghetti Junction, though, a great choice in my mind. Seven, y'all scared from Equemini versus Synthesizer from Equemini. Um, Synthesizer at first when I listened to Equemini wasn't anything to me, and then kind of a year or so after I got it, it was like, oh, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. It's 
Big Boy's verse is great. Andre's verse is great. Um, love the vibe of it. I'm going synthesizer. Uh, David, where are you going on this? Don't particularly like either of these tracks. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go to GOZ first so you might not have to... Uh, synthesizer just because of George Clinton. Forming with laser light precision and verbal incision Boy, linguistic, ballistic lobotomy Mind fucking you with psychosodomy of the medulla oblongata Except your mind down your spine and out your behind Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, I'll, I was going to go Synthesizer anyway. Yeah. Um, y'all, I like Y'all Scared, but it's definitely not one of the best songs on there. Yeah. I mean, neither is Synthesizer, but I like Synthesizer, synthesizer better. I agree. Um, next matchup, the aforementioned Whole World from their Greatest Hits album versus Reset, which was originally Bust, a song from Speaker Box I don't particularly love. Reset's a song, it's a, it's, it, I, I enjoy it. It's a very chill song. It's got CeeLo, got a good verse on it. And that little, like, I, I, I wish I knew instruments better because, like, that little shaking in the background is, is great and all that, yeah. I still, to me, the whole world is just such a fun song. It's got a great killer mic for a great killer mic verse. Um, a big single for them. I'm, I'm going whole world. Uh, GOZ, which way are you leaning on this? Reset. Okay. The whole world has never, whole world has never been one of my favorite Outcast mm-hmm. songs. It just wasn't. And Reset is a song I really like on Speaker Box, especially near the end of the album. I it love is. Reset. I think it's the I think it's the penultimate song on the album because there's a couple skits, but um, I think it's the second to last song. It, uh, yeah, it comes before Last Call. I know that. Yep, yep. So I think it's I think it's Reset, Skit, Last Call, Postlude. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a dope song, and that's why I wanted to make sure it at least got on the bracket. David, are you leaning one way? Uh, whole world. All right. Yeah, I knew. I knew it. Yeah, it's whole world. That like, just, it's, it's it's fun. Um, it's a great and first the first track that like introduced me to Killer Mike, which sent me down that rabbit hole. Player, I grind. My focus is crime. Raw with the rhyme. I'm slick with the slime. My words are diamonds dug out of mine. Spit them, polish. Look how they shine. Glitter, glisten, gloss, gloss. I get to beat running like Randy Moss. So whole you world. You know something funny to me about. You, sorry, you want to know something funny to me about Killer Mike? Mm-hmm. Go for it. Because, um, yeah, because I obviously got introduced to him through his appearance on Outcast songs. So I thought, okay, this dude's this dude's dope. Then when I, then I went and listened to his album, Monster. his first album, Monster, because my brother had it, and Monster's terrible. I did not like Monster. At the all. only song I've heard and is so, a good single on it, which was um, Thump 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 Thump. This is the name that can't call to the game. Not like these rappers who spit it the same. Separate lanes from their chains. My mind don't slack. I'm totally focused on beating a track. Monster is music to beat in your lack. Thousand wide air. Yeah, featured on, he performed on Chappelle show. Yeah, I heard yeah. that too, which got me excited for Monster. But then the album was such a disappointment. So I stayed away from Killer Mike for years and up until rap, was it rap music. music yeah. LP. And I thought, okay, okay, thank you. Yeah, because he's a great technical rapper, but I remember in your review for it, just said, like, nothing really works. Like, it seems disjointed, and it's just not his style, and yeah, I remember that. Like, I mean, I, I mean, the thing is with Monster, it's that it was, um, it was a lot of sort of, it was him trying to go pop in some ways, yeah. and him doing some sort of crunk stuff, and it did not work for me yeah. at all. And like, there's a really awkward song he has with Bazaar from D12, which is terrible. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? It's, 
it's, yeah, it's called Freak Show. It's a it's a dumb song. What? Oh god! I didn't expect that was a combo. I didn't expect is it's slightly opposite ends of the technical proficiency scale is Killer Mike and Bizarre. 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 Notoriously one yeah. of the worst rappers of all time. It's weird for me. Mr. That Shower Cap himself. Yes. It's so weird for me that Killer Mike works better over fucking LP beats than Southern Crunk. Yeah, I know. Because he can do that style. Like, he had a great verse on uh, Never Scared with Bone Crusher. Um, yeah, but... You know, that's also a low bar because Bone Crusher's first verse was pretty um, not excellent. Anyway. That, but also that beat because of how simple that beat is like anybody could sound good on on never scared yeah i agree uh, the same thing it's the same thing with don't like yes true which that remix is great yeah, yeah i know i'm not yeah, I, love, I, I mean it's push a t-verse and i love that first verse Woo! That's real. Woo! I, yeah i just like these shows with flair because yeah. that was his thing on that album Woo! yeah he just kept wooing Woo! yeah. flair. Yeah. Woo! um but so anyway, I'll, I'll, I will go whole world that moves on. Now to the bottom right bracket. Uh, last one for the first round. Last one of this episode. Number one seed elevators versus the 16th seed. I think it got low, too low seeded. It is Rooster from Speaker Box. This is, let me, I'm going to be perfectly frank. Kind of same with Miss Jackson. Always liked elevators. Never loved elevators. Like it's a little too weird and kind of weird for me um but people outcast fans love elevators um i'm a big fan of the rooster uh i'm going the rooster but i might be alone in this goz where are you going with this let's see yeah they come to snuff the rooster no 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 oh, sorry wrong rooster yeah i was gonna say the <laughs> no the rooster is actually big speaking of chappelle yeah, I, I, chappelle references yeah, all over this because uh, big boy yeah, performance on chappelle like, show. I, yeah I, rooster because uh, my introduction to it was him performing on chappelle's show and, with, and with and david and this will make you happy the the player haters were in the in the uh in the performance of it yeah yeah beautiful and buck nasty yeah they were both there. there's some there's some stuff that they edited out where at the end of the performance yeah Buck nasty beautiful just talking shit yeah and that was on like the mixtape like on the on the recap mixtape they did later which i've been looking for for years god we need you to have a Chappelle show we actually have been wanting to do a Chappelle show bracket too for a while so we will have you back for that at some point too um, so, but, so I think in uh, it's I like I like songs both about the same, but I think in the clutch I'll go with Rooster. And Dave, would you have a vote either way? <sighs> like, no, I don't really have a vote either way. All right, so that's fine. Then you can abstain. Uh, Goz abstained yeah. earlier, so Rooster goes on uh, in, a, in an upset. Um, I can also see why it's funny because Outkast wanted that to be their first single. And the label was like, what? No, this isn't a single. This is a weird song. But they were like, no, this is our first single. And it ended up being one of their biggest hits. I think their biggest hit until Miss Jackson. So, you know, I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have said the title track for AT Aliens would have been better. But they guessed right. And yeah, that made that's, it forever. that's strange. Like, I was surprised that one one thing is I was surprised that it, the title track was not a single because it sounds like it's a single, especially it, with that It got some track. It, it, I'm weird with remembering numbers. It was like 30 something. Like, it, it got some traction. The music video is really cool where they find a club in a pyramid um, somehow. But it's. And then, yeah. 
And then the other thing is, I'm surprised um, Elevators was a bigger hit than Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks didn't do a lot. It's weird, because Rosa Parks is meant for, like, it's a ra- that's a radio song in 98. Like, that's, it's fun, it's simple, it's catchy, it's got a hook. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, Rosa Parks screams big hit, and it never quite hit that way. Um, next one is Unhappy versus, and this is a... a Kind of a, a curveball is "Can't Wait," which is Sleepy Brown featuring Yeah, Outcast. Sleepy Brown. Um, but this I, is dedicated to the lovers, to the lovers. I really like it. "Unhappy" is also a, a song I really like on Speaker Box. David, do you have a, a vote for this? Unhappy. Okay, unhappy. Goz, do you have a vote? Yeah, unhappy. That's one of my favorite on the speaker box. I really like. Might that. as well have fun when your happiness is done. And your is I I for years thought that line was, and you, and you lose your cool or something. I didn't know it was your goose was cooked until less than a year ago when I looked up the lyrics. I was like, oh, that's an expression. I hadn't heard that before. Um, <laughs> so I learned I learned some English from it. Um, Love can't wait. It's a cool song. Uh, really like the hook, but yeah, unhappy. We'll move on. Our next matchup in the bracket, Roses from The Love Below versus Morris Brown from Idlewild, which replaced All Call Before I Come, which is also another song on Sanconia I don't particularly care for. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't like that song either. Okay, good. So that would have been voted out either way. So, <laughs> um, so, which, so Roses, iconic single, Morris Brown, a great song that I wish had been a bigger single, but never really made much traction. Um, uh, G-O-Z, do you have a vote for this? Morse Brown. All right. David. Love the whole marching band vibe of it. Me too. David? I'm going to be a homer, and I'm going to go Roses. All right. Yeah. I go back and forth. I, I, I'll i go Roses just because I've had so much fun singing Roses over the years. Um, but literally, as you guys were saying it, I was going back and forth between Roses and Morris Brown. Um which I put on the bracket because I like it that much, but Roses inches it out. All right, next matchup, I am so disappointed at where I know this matchup is going. Uh, It is Jazzy Bell versus uh, substituting in for Red Velvet, which uh, sprained its ankle early in the game, is the opening track on Stankonia, Gasoline Dreams. I will say this for Jazzy Bell. Two things. One, it's kind of a Hotep song if you listen to it. It's kind of slut shaming and it's a little weird to listen to lyrically. Like act your punch your faces while our nation is a broke scrape sinking. I hate thinking that these the future mamas up by chilling. They fucking a different nigga every time they get the feeling too. Um, I'm just like, I mean, if you want if you want to talk about that, we'll go back to Roses. That they say some shit on that one too. Darling, you sound like a prostitute pausing. You know, good point. Uh, so I guess I can't be a hypocrite and vote it out for that reason. Um but it's also a really nice, chill song. I also really like the remix that was the single with uh, Babyface on it. But so that is to say this. I do not like Gasoline Dreams. I did not want Gasoline Dreams on this bracket. <laughs> a certain best friend of mine said, can you please put Gasoline Dreams on this bracket? And I said, okay, I sure. Hoping that my fellow good friend from the music website would agree. However, Knowing David, I, David, you, you're voting Gasoline Dreams, right? Absolutely. Okay. 100%. Okay, so I was hoping that this would be the last we heard of Gasoline Dreams. However, before we went on the air, uh, GOZ, why don't you tell us your vote? Burn motherfucker, burn American Dreams, oh. American Dreams. God. Sorry, Selby. That's so okay. Everybody <laughs> likes the smell of gasoline. Don't everybody like the smell of gasoline? No, no, I, I clearly don't like the smell of gasoline. 
was from Goody Ma that ends that song too? Like Cujo, Cujo does it. Cujo's verse is terrible. I just uh. <laughs> does not matter. Does not matter. Fuck. God. Okay. Well, yeah, Gasly, yeah. you know what? Andrew just kills it that much. That's that's why Pretty we have that's why we have three people here to vote. Gasoline Dreams moves on. Uh, the next one, one of my favorite. It's a Goody Mob song featuring Outkast, Black Eyes, Sky High. It's the first song off Still Standing. I think Andre, Big Boy's verse is kind of just par for the course. Andre's verse is one of the best I've heard in my entire life. Like the way he flows, just the. Cause old man, winter's arrived, the temperature died, November just died, December's alive. Thus it ain't no typical ride, just individuals way to bring home. The bacon when bacon was all wrong, making it our own, taking me all wrong. We've all indulged in the bulge of those no no's, no, you ain't so low. There's even lower levels you can go. Take sun people, put them in the land of snow. The first time I heard that I went, holy shit, what was that? So, I... Love that song. It's going against another song from Idlewild I really like and won it in the bracket. In Your Dreams, which is has Killer Mike on it. It has Janelle Monet on it. It's got a cool big boy verse. It's got a crazy instrumental. This is a tough one for me, um, so I will wait till the end. David, which what is your vote for this? Honestly, In Your Dreams. Okay. And from a, a song you didn't know before this? Nope. Yeah. But... Janelle, killer, interesting production, gets me every time. G-O-Z, where are you going with this? Sky high. Sky high. Oh, man. I... God, I didn't want to vote. Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's just that I didn't, I didn't want to vote. Um, well, oh, I love... Like, we use Black Ice as outro for Colin's episode. I love that song. But, I, again, Andre's verse is the standout to me. I love more of the parts of In Your Dreams, so... I'll go in your dreams, but I hate that Black Ice is... I hate that Black Ice is getting eliminated in the first round, because that's a great... Oh. Oh, I know. I uh, I hate that. I'm sorry, GOZ. That's a, that's a good one. I didn't want to see it eliminated this early. But that's that's the way the bracket crumbles. Um, all right. Next one. So Fresh, So Clean versus Tomb of the Boom. Unlike Miss Jackson, uh, uh, So Fresh, So Clean is a single out of Sanconia I really dig. I, it's cool. It's fun. Uh, you just want to, you just want to feel fresh to death on it. Um, Tomb of the Boom from Speaker Box is a really cool posse track. It's got, um, it's got Ludacris on it. It's got a couple Goody Mob members on it. It's got Nathaniel who was on Big Gip. Big Gip. Um, they got Nathaniel who was on the skit on a Clemini on the song rapping, which is kind of cool. But I'm going with So Fresh, So Clean. Uh, G-O-Z, which way are you going? Ooh. Yeah, this is a tough one because mm-hmm. Tomb of the Boom is always my favorite cuts from Speaker Box. Speaker Box. But then, and then, yeah, I, I particularly like Ludacris's verse on it. But, yes. Yeah. Ludacris, yeah, I keep a Glock. Case you like the leak a lot. Meanwhile, cranking the volume knob up on my Speaker Box. So here he is. Get the fuck on the ground. It's just a phrase you might hear. But, the gee, so fresh, so clean, though. It's, it's, as it is, it's so fresh, so clean. It is. It's just, it's just even that. That hook too. Oh. You know what? So fresh, so clean was in my introduction to Outcast. That's the first Outcast song I ever heard. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then the last part, the end is we are the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. Remember, the sky's falling, ain't no need to panic. So sorry, I gotta go with so fresh, so clean. All right, Dave, which way would you vote? 
This is a really tough one because yeah. I if you're doing if you're doing a, a, a ranking of Ludacris's best tracks, none of them are actually his. It's just tracks where he bodies people on somebody else's track. This is one of those times. <laughs> Luda they don't believe that will stab him in the abdomen from College Park Georgia to College Park Maryland. It's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal verse. Like yeah. Luda has the best verse on this track and arguably one of the best verses on this album. I agree. Um, but it's so fresh, so clean. Yeah, it's just so great. Um, I mean, I do like I do like Big Boy's verse on Tomb of the Boom as well. Yeah, because he gets emotional. He talks about his dad and, and it's, it kind of... and. It, Talks about him and Andre. You're a champion. Were my dad's last words before he passed. But I know one day we will once more cross paths. Say, big boy, can you pull that off without your nigga Drake? I say, people, stop the madness. Me and Drake, we okay. Yeah, it's it's a it's a humanizing song for him. We don't panic. Yeah, Drew, we okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what I really like about Speaker Box, where Big Boy he talks about like his family, so he gets from the personal, and I like that. Yeah, I agree too. That's why it's funny. I've always been a bigger Big Boy fan, mostly because my introduction to him was around Speaker Box Level Low when he had finally like become a great rapper. Like he had figured out his flow, all that, and Andre was out doing Andre's thing. So I was like, I, I'm I'm more of a Big Boy guy, even though earlier on Andre's generally a better rapper, um, you know, on most tracks. So I, yeah, speak- I guess my thing was that um, I thought like people would, because of Andre, people would underrate Big Boy, and that made me mad. I so I agree a hundred percent. I also got defensive. I was like, yo, Big Boy's really good. Like, I get that Andre is a better technical rapper, has be- generally has better flow, but like, Big Boy, again, his first verse on, AT- on AT Aliens is, is top five verse I've heard in my life. That's not even an exaggeration. So, I, I, I'm with you. I get a little disappointed that people kind of like shit on him um, with, by not giving him the credit. But anyway, yeah. so Fresh So Clean moves on. Uh, nearing the end of the first round, Hollywood Divorce from Idlewild and Funkin' Around from Big Boy and Dre present Outcast. Now, Hollywood Divorce has a Lil Wayne verse, and this is when I was not a Lil Wayne fan. I'm still not, but like, peak me not me not liking Lil Wayne. His verse is damn good on it, and Snoop's verse is great on it. Like, every, I think Andre might have like one of the has like the fourth best verse on the song out of four, and that's crazy. But like, I really like Hollywood Divorce, and Funkin' Around is super cool. I like. Hollywood divorce more. Uh, Goz, where are you going with this? Oh, hold on, just a sec. You got to remember funking around. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just <laughs> that's to, I knew that. I knew yeah, that. Look, you're like, I don't remember funking around. Yeah, because I mean, I just, I just remember it now because it's on Big Boy's represent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go with um. It was weird. Hollywood Divorce was one of the only songs that had Big Boy and Drake together, so it's kind mm-hmm. of iconic in that way. Yeah. But I gotta go fucking around. I like that one better. All right. So David, you are the I'm, I'm sure. The, I'm sure if I go back to Lil Wayne verse, it's good, but I just haven't listened to it in a long time. It's it, it's it's. I would recommend it. It's a solid verse. Um, Dave, you're the deciding vote. I'm. I gotta go. I, it's gonna surprise you. I'm going Hollywood Divorce, Ooh. and you and I, I. I went through a Lil Wayne phase. I, I grew out of it. Yeah. Moved on from it. Um. But I just don't like funking around because Andre's doing that weird Southern British oh, accent. Yeah, he's like, doing that's right. He starts the song with that. I forget. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What we like to do right here. Well, first of all, let me let you know who I am. Well, I go by the name of Andre 3000, right? 
And we're here from a little place called like Stankonia, Georgia, right? Yeah, and it's just like, like we lovely playing at Stankonia. I'm, I'm out because let me tell you, <laughs> I have heard what it sounds like when someone has a combination Southern and British accent, and it is the ugliest sounding voice you have ever heard. That is to that is to you what that second verse on Babylon was to me, where it's like, no, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm not listening to this anymore. <laughs> so yeah, okay. I love that. That's just that's just Andre. That's yeah. the dude with the wigs and stuff. Yes, but the problem is when you say that's just Andre, that allows him to think he can sing like Prince for a whole album and make a kind of mediocre thing and then play guitar on sixteen bars for seven and a half minutes. <laughs> Speaking of going back to Rick Ross. God, that last, God, that was, Andre's an, Andre's like a mediocre singer and a terrible guitar player and he's an all-time great rapper. I kind of wish he got his priorities back. Anyway, so Highwood Divorce wins. Um, last matchup. So initially this was claiming True and then I put Call of the Wild from Southern Playlist because I really like that song. But when we got GOZ on this, that is his favorite song on Southern Playlistic Music, which, as we all know, is his second favorite Outcast album. So, put it back in the bracket. Um, now, I will say this: "Claiming True." I liked. It. I listened to it a couple more times today. I really like the storytelling of like what it's like to be a hustler and the downsides to it, and all this. It's a. It's. It's not. It's in my lowlights in my review, but it's not a bad song. Um, Goz, I'm gonna yeah, let you vote. I, I know, it's, I know, it's, I know, it's never one of your favorites. Um, but so I'm imagining in this matchup, you would vote for this because this, this is one of your favorite Outcast songs. Yeah, yeah. I know it's, it's probably gonna lose because people fucking love international. Yeah, players have so that's that's what the part damn. I was gonna get at. Um, I, I love, yeah, I love claiming truth so much. I I, I wanted to give beat. It's just something about the vibe that's. Some of the vibe a bit just works for me. I do like I, love, I do like the flow yeah. on it, and I like Big Boy's first line of "It is I, the Bog, the Bog," which he reuses on uh, uh, his debut album. Uh, I like that. And then even Andre talking about the grind, of Magic City, shaking titties just to pay the rent. Yeah, like Andre, it's 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 a better song than I remembered it. Listening to it a few more times, I was like, yeah, this is a dope track, or it's it's at least a good track, and I can be talked into it. David, um, what song is Claiming True going against in the bracket? International players. Actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry, Gioz. This, this, no, this could have been called the wild. This could have been any other song. It's it, the first round. This it's, could be any. This could be. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm it's, s- not, it's not getting past. It's not getting past. We love that song too much. Yeah. I'm not saying this it's song will. Round. I'm not saying this song can't lose. I'm just saying that for a it's first tough. round matchup, that's a that's a tough draw. Uh, it's, a, it's a bloodbath. It's we, a fucking bloodbath. So I, I I sincerely apologize. International uh, claiming true or called the wild God. wouldn't have really stood a chance. Um, and I like Call of the Wild a lot. So anyway, that I is mean, the- I probably would, I, I probably would have voted for Call of the Wild just to be just to be a little bit different because I know because I already know what's going to happen. Yeah, I know, and so, that's so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm salty as hell. Give it its props. Give it its props. You should. Um, it's just got no chance. All right, so that is the yeah, end of the first yeah, it, I, round and episode forty-two. Uh, before we go, speaking of forty-two. Uh, David, I wanted to give you a little time because uh, yeah. Chadwick Boseman, who played uh, who played Jackie Robinson, uh, passed away since our last episode. You are a cancer survivor yourself. I just wanted to see if you had any kind of words. I, I I will be honest, Jack. I mm, mm, that's a tough one. I wish you had told me you were going to ask me about this. Sorry, yeah, I would have had I would have had something prepared. Well, you know what? Uh, I'll ask Gio's, uh, Goz uh, first. Sorry, what do you ask? Well, I just like give you know like kind of your opinion on Chadwick Boseman and, and his wor- body of work and 
I mean, I admit, I haven't really, I think the only movie of his that I've seen is um, Black Panther. And I mean, I mean, it's not my favorite movie in the world, but it's cool. Yeah. But I mean, I just feel, I mean, I just feel sad because, you know, it's, yeah, it, whether, how, however you may feel about the, the movie, it's an iconic character that, so it's an iconic character and it's a kind of role that he took on. And I do admire that his resiliency, that he was somehow able to do all these roles going through chemotherapy. Yeah. And none of so us, knew, it's, no one knew about it. So, nope. And striking for me is um, very few of his movies weren't good. Yeah, like he's got a couple. He's got a couple that he's like not the not the lead in. Yeah, just like for feature roles that are that are kind of clunkers. But his um, breakout his breakout role was was Jackie Robinson. Yeah, which yeah. he was great in that. Obviously, uh, The Express, Marshall, um, where coincidentally Jack, uh, the uh, the daycare center. That yeah, I think he you, was he and your sister went to. Yes. He, he was in um, he was in um, Spike Lee's recent movie I think called yes, Five Bloods. Bloods. Yeah, Loved yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and it's it's hard for it's hard to to really say what he truly is going to mean to sort of the zeitgeist as it stands. Um, but even just you know. and I was wondering from your angle, just of kind of medically, like, oh man, this is someone who was doing something that. <laughs> The survivor's guilt never really goes away. Yeah. In in sort of a full extent, like not my fault, like nothing I could do. Yeah. But it's just sort of like, damn, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, um, did you have a did you have a loved one pass of camp of No, I I'm a survivor. Oh yeah. okay. So like it's just a, like here I am. Mm-hmm. Like I I was young, I was lucky, like I, I was I, I lived. Um Yeah. But yeah, I I'd want to get your thought because I know I wanted to mention that in the show that we had talked about Black Panther I think on episode two because it had just come out and we yeah you know it was, you know and again it's it's sort of just he was forty one I want to say um, yeah he was he was young he was the same uh, age as Kobe was young like yeah it's just it's you know you hate to see it. Uh, he him having a connection to DC was always kind of a fun thing yeah um, going to Howard um, and. You know, I just so I, I wanted to be able to at least give him a shout out and and uh, you know give you know kind of talk about his memory and what he left behind. Uh, and we'll end this. He leaves behind a lot. He leaves behind a, a really sort of brief but tremendous legacy. Um, yeah, uh, like one thing I kind of looking at his roles about how about how what strategic and how well he selected his roles. That yeah, for is sure. something that's worth noting. Yeah, and um, so I just wanted to. And on that note, we'll end with uh, a song that kind of is the spirit of 42. I don't, I don't know if it was on the soundtrack, but it's Jay-Z's Brooklyn Go Hard. It's got a great Jackie Robinson kind of... I, I, I remember being in the ads for yes, it. Yes, it was in the ads for it. Um, that's why I was trying to remember. It's like, it was on the soundtrack. Why do I... So, oh, right, because that song came out a few years before the movie. But it's a great song. I wanted to end it with that. Uh, this is the end of part one of the bracket, our first two-parter. And we'll be back in a few days for... Part two of the Outcast, right? I father, I Brooklyn dodge of them. I Jack, 
I rob, I sin, all men. I'm Jackie Robinson. Set when I run base, I dodge the pen. Lucky me, lucky Lee, they didn't get me. Now when I bring the nets, I'm the black branch Ricky.